0: Guilt. It is a heavy topic and heavy on our shoulders. You used to live by all the rules that man created, but you left all that. So why do you still get this immense pang of guilt when you order that non-fat soy latte with extra whip or pick up that bottle of wine with the cute little cows with the parachutes on it from the supermarket? Why the guilt? Will it always feel like this? Today's question, how do we change our mindset, ditch the guilt, and enjoy a Christian lifestyle all at the same time? Okay, so how do we deal with that feeling of guilt and your newfound freedom? All right, let's set the stage. You're out, right? All those rules are now out the window as well. This also means that you have to build a whole new friendship group. And Sheila from the office just asked if you wanted to go for a girls' night out on the town. This is super exciting, right? So sure, but when all the girls start ordering margaritas and asking what you're getting, you freeze. Is this okay? what do my beliefs say about this? Screw the church for making me feel bad and awkward, but is there a reason why I feel like this is wrong? And that brings us to what we are talking about in today's podcast. Four steps to a mind shift that busts the guilt and brings grace hold on to your Yeti. We are going to talk about what it means to be guilty, what it means to be transformed, what is grace, and why should we not throw the baby out with the bathwater. All right, so have you guys ever heard that saying before, throwing the good out with the bad, throwing the baby out with the bathwater? Uh, It's actually called an idiom, uh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's silly, I know, but it refers to the concept of choosing to throw all the good out with the bad as well. Let's get one thing straight, man's rules should never be our belief system, but that doesn't mean that we have to throw all of the things that make us healthy or stronger or more vibrant people out along with it. I went through a lot of this uh, really young. I admit, (laughs) I was a bit of a rebel, you could say, but I still remember that guilt. It all just somehow got so lumped together, I didn't believe, so therefore I was going to go party it up like it was 1999. Funny thing is, this actually was 1999. I'm totally dating myself, but (laughs) that's besides the point. This is no way to live a Christian life. This is no way to live life at all. It's uh, dangerous and it can get you in a lot of trouble if you are really just living on that rebel side uh, just for the sake of being a rebel. Just because we are no longer subscribing to man made rules uh, as God's rules, cloaked in guilt. That does not mean that we then become lawless disasters. So the first thing, the first mind shift move that I want you to have, because I see this so often with gals who who do leave the church or, or do leave more of a legalistic uh, setup where they basically just say, you know what, I am going to go the complete opposite direction because rules don't matter anymore. And, and, and that's just not the way to go. So mind shift move number one. We do not want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't get rid of the things that are good for you for the sake of breaking old rules that don't matter. But what then should we be following? What becomes our belief system to go by? For answers to that, we need to go to the one source that should always be our guide, which is God. And we learn what he wants for us through his word. So the second thing we're going to look at is guilt real. Are you guilty? (laughs) Well, yes, ma'am, you are. This is one of the first and probably the most major admissions that changes the mindset of true believers. You are a sinner. Me too. When Adam fell, original sin was introduced into the world, and we all took that. I know that directly contradicts, we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgressions, the first article of faith. But as Christians... We follow the Bible, and this is the gospel of the Bible. Because of the fall of man, sin was introduced into the world, into human DNA, and into our very being as sons of Adam. That is who we are born as. Our spirit is of Adam, or this sinful world, as we call it, which means we sin. We sin like all the time. (laughs) If you read the Bible, you will see these are not stories of massive triumph in many cases. They are stories of what a sinful disaster even the most beloved people are. So are we guilty? Yes, every day. And God hates sin. And we are all guilty of it every day. So do you have guilt? Yes, you are guilty. But let's take a look at this. Mind shift move number two. This is what I want you guys to know is that you are sinful and guilty on your own. You ain't perfect. Nobody but nobody but God is. This is a huge admission and probably the most important. It leads to grace. So let's keep going because I promise it gets better. All right. But this next one's going to be a little hard too. It's not about you. Eek. I know it. This may be all coming off just a bit crass. First, I tell you not to feel guilty. Then I tell you that you are guilty. And now I'm going to tell you it's not about you. The complete antithesis of modern self-help culture, where it is all about you. Well, the Bible, God, and the true message it brings is a very different story. In fact, it tells us something pretty big about this. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God that is good and acceptable and perfect. That's Romans twelve two, And I just love Romans. I mean, pff, everything that we talked about today, just go read Romans. It's going to, if you're like questioning, like, Shelby, is this really what it says in there? Just read Romans. It's amazing. So I love this verse. Okay, but here it goes, the big one. As a true Christian... There are no rules. That's right. There are zero rules. And I know you are like, but Shelby, that makes no sense because there are the Ten Commandments and there are all the things that Jesus said we need to do and not do. And these sound like rules for Christian, right? <laughs> nope. Here it is. When you were born into this world, you were born of Adam. You were born of this world. You were born a sinner have you ever watched a two-year-old for an afternoon sinners (laughs) they just like we we're just we have it in us to just mess up all the time god knew this and he also knew that no amount of repenting or sacrifices under the old law would ever suffice for your sin it is too big the only one who could do it was god Our grace, our forgiveness for all the mess we do is made perfect because of what he did on the cross. Our acceptance of this transforms us. It is a renewal of our mind and soul. There is nothing we could ever do to earn it. We don't deserve it, yet he gave it to us anyway. Grace. That is grace. It is not about what we do or don't do. Our salvation is in no way dependent on drinking that margarita. <laughs> so mind shift number three, God's grace is what saves us. It is not about you. All right. So that takes us to number four, because number three, really, it's, it is a mind shift. It's all about his love. So what does that mean? His love, he he loved us so much to give us that grace. But what does that mean then for us? So number four, a transformation to a child of God. And this is the beautiful part. When we recognize that we are sinners and God's grace is our salvation, when we accept him as our savior from our sinful ways, we are reborn. We are truly transformed. We are made new. We are no longer of Adam. We are reborn as gods. We are adopted into his family. We live with a totally different spirit. The flesh will always tempt us, but we now operate from a very different place. As his, that peace and love is so full that it pours into all aspects of our lives. That is where the works come from not because our works save us but because we do what we do is evidence of this transformation of our soul we are dead before and now we are alive in christ so mind shift number four your works what you do is not about following rules what you do is your love letter to god so that takes us back to the very beginning because that just got very serious. But we're going to talk talk about that margarita now. So should we feel guilty about the margarita, or should the margarita bring guilt? I guess that's a bigger thing here. So should we feel guilty about it? And and you, th- this answer is going to be a little little different than maybe what you're expecting, but. This is going to be between you and God. What has He told you in His Word? So, the Bible, in His way of speaking to you, there are so many passages about drunkenness and how that is not a way to follow God. Yet, Jesus' first miracle was turning water into wine. So, there really is so much, and my personal opinion is this it's going to be personal. After you spend time in his word where he is guiding you, that is where you are going to find your answer on what, what is going to be that love letter to God. What are you going to do and not do in your life to show that love for the grace that he's given you? And you're going to have to kind of decide that. So should you feel guilty? No, but you already are guilty. <laughs> but you're going to have to figure out what it is that is doing what he asks of us in in showing that love for him. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. That's Corinthians ten thirty one. because really at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about him. So bringing it all back to that. So what it also says is that you and I in the Bible, it says that you and I have no right to judge each other. Your walk with God is your walk. What he guides you to do and warns you against your beliefs will be determined by your time spent building that relationship with him. Prayer. You speak to him, time in his word, he speaks to you. But should you carry guilt about breaking old rules made by men? No. They were sinners sue, <laughs> But we can take these four mind shift moves to help us develop our own understanding of God's will for our lives. So number one, mind shift move number one, we do not want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't get rid of the things that are good for you for the sake of breaking old rules that don't matter. Mind shift number two, no, you are sinful and guilty on your own. You ain't perfect. Nobody but God is. Mind shift number three, God's grace is what saves us. It's not about you. So mind shift number four, your works, what you do is not about following rules. What you do is your love letter to God. And that is after that beautiful transformation that you have. And if you're like, Shelby, does all of this make sense? Is this really all in the Bible? Like, this whole idea of how this whole thing works of being born of Adam and being reborn and what it means to be reborn in Jesus. Is that all really in the Bible and how is is it spelled out clearly? And the answer is yes. Uh, if you just sit down for one afternoon and read Romans from start to finish, I really like the ESV version for this. I feel like it really speaks to me, but whatever version works for you works for you. Uh, and just read it from, from start to finish. That's kind of my challenge for you because that is what it all, where it's all spelled out. It's beautiful. And, and I mean, there's many other places as well that, uh, that it, it goes into this, but I feel like that is a great place to get it all in one shot that just makes such beautiful sense. All right. So my next challenge for you is I would love for you to go ahead and join My wonderful Insiders Club, this is the Christian Women After Religion Facebook group, and the reason why is because we are going to talk about all these things that we went over today in the group so that you can actually get a little bit deeper into maybe what some other people's ideas are of this and how this is working in their lives. So go ahead and join that. The link's going to be in the show notes here for the podcast. That is the Christian Women After Religion on Facebook. All right. Thanks so much for joining me and I will talk to you guys next time.